Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So I'm very honored today to have with us Ms. Allison Kay, who is the author of the current new book out, Dragon Master Creatrix. And I say new book because she's actually written three other books as well. So I'm super excited to hear about this book and to hear about um, just your many adventures because it sounds like you have had quite a life. So welcome and thank you for being here with us today. Hi, Melissa. Hi, everyone. I'm glad to be here with you all. So I am so excited to get started because uh, I think one of the interesting things is that maybe people don't know, but before I have my guests on my podcast, we always get together for a few minutes beforehand and get to know each other and just kind of have a conversation. And one of the first things you said to me was, what can I do for you? Is there any way that I can help you? And I was so blown away by that because not one single person has ever asked me that. So that was just amazing. And it already just lets me know what an awesome person you are so I cannot wait to hear all about what it is that you do in your in your life's journey and how you came to write this book so please go ahead and start by just introducing us and letting us know who you are and what's your story oh what's my story (laughs) (laughs) so I'm Dr. Allison JK a lot of people call me Dr. Allison if you're going to put me if you're going to search in Amazon it's you have to use the middle initial J Allison JK Um, because there's another Allison K out there talking about something quite different than what I talk about. Uh, So here I am wanting to tell you about my story. Really, I want to say my story doesn't matter. This is about um, you, because you guys, how much do you really want to hear me talk about me? And how much do I really want to talk about me? (laughs) Myself, I'm so used to being of service. And then when I'm not, I deeply unplug. So I get myself fed and self-nurtured. And short of it is that... um, I have a bachelor's that was originally in psychology and left that major because I couldn't find any where they were helping me answer the question, how do we have more joy and be the most thriving version of ourselves? And so I ended up going to marketing and political majors and then ultimately English lit. Um, then I went over to San Francisco and started a career in politics, began to meditate due to the stress. And um, when the campaign season was over, traveled around the world, came back to the States, got my master's in public administration, got out as I graduated, got my first energy medicine modality. Meanwhile, having already taught um, meditation for a couple of years at that point, I then went into the school system because I realized that if we were going to have this planet change out of fossil fuel reliance and really protect the environment, the machines of uh, current, the current business operations and who owned the market and where the mindset was at in the 90s wasn't ready yet for that kind of shift that only now it seems to be coming on board with some buy-in from industries. So I said, okay, if it's not possible to get this kind of change at this grander level, whether within the system or outside of the system, like in a governmental agency or in a nonprofit, let me work with people one consciousness at a time to get to that hundredth monkey aspect where there's enough evolved consciousness that then chooses. So the market demands, we need more solar, we need more wind, we need more uplifting light cleanliness on the planet for us and and our food and our planet. So 
uh, I learned ultimately some five different energy medicine modalities and alongside the classroom teaching, I was doing energy medicine sessions and holistic wellness. And in my one of my first sessions, whilst I was like in listeners, I, I was asking, my hands were over this woman's belly. Uh, she was on the massage table, obviously, and my hands were over her solar plexus and her sacral chakra. And I was asking like, what can I do to get better results for my clients, more robust results? Meanwhile, I was in not having an easy time, having fun and having that sense of adventure and abundance in my life. I just saw like, you're gonna do this career for 30 more years in the classroom and you can barely make ends meet and you only have basic demands for a basic lifestyle, organic food, massage per week, basic housing, basic car, pay back a small student loan. And it wasn't easy and I wasn't okay with that. I'm not okay with not thriving, Never mind struggle. So I said, okay, what else is possible? So these two coalesced together and I learned about the international school system. I got job offers when I went to the seminar for the interviews around the world from different international schools and chose to go to Taiwan, which is that little democratic island of traditional Chinese where they can live traditionally. And I could learn, uh, what because I understood that they were the seat of knowing how energy flows, but they also still come from those premises. They're not it's not just ancient wisdom. Like in the West, we have our ancient wisdom, like with the alchemist, and then it's tucked away in the mystery schools. Whereas in, over there amongst the Chinese, they're still giving acupuncture. They're still, I am a Qigong teacher. They're still teaching that, et cetera. So then I came back here after 10 years living over there in, in my first book, What If There's Nothing Wrong, realized that we have so much more suffering here because we run from going in as if there's a boogie monster in the back of the head or under the bed in the back of the head. If we go inside, we'll find out crazy. When in fact, the basic Buddhist premise is every human mind is neurotic. Here's the tools to, with which to work with your particular flavor of neuroses, right? So go in the crazy and then go beyond the crazy, you know, and, and then learn how to work with the actual potential that's becoming more and more online all around us. So. Uh, that's what I've been doing for 10 years, increasingly like a pioneer professionalizing the field of energy medicine. So it's not about energy work, or let me just give you some energy, let me flow you some energy, let me send you it, but like it's an actual profession where there's an understanding of certain techniques and ancient wisdom that interact and in universal laws. And so if you understand them at a basic to intermediate level, you can help really increase the thriving levels for a person on your table and a per or a client you're working with in coaching only, and we all uplift. So that's yeah. my gig. Does that help? Yeah, <clears throat> that is really, I love that. Um, and I tell people that all the time, like when we work on ourselves and when we heal ourselves, we're not just healing ourselves, we're actually helping to heal the entire collective. And so I love that you help people thrive what does that look like for a lot of people? Because I know that there are a lot of listeners out there who are struggling right now, who probably are where you were talking about in the beginning of your story, where they were at a job where they were just making ends meet and really not thriving, but you know, having enough, just enough for the very basic things that they need. Okay, so I wanna say that I'm really bloody different, frankly. I, I have like cojones of steel, it's been commented on. <laughs> so, and, and, and I kind of have this awareness, I, I, like when I flew over Asia, I, I was aware of like this reverberation echoing 
as if it were indicating to me, hey, you may have been here before. This is somewhat familiar to you at some level of your being. And that unraveled increasingly as I lived there. So I, I, there was this part of me that, like I learned meditation within a year I was teaching and I had no right to do that. It's an ancient wisdom for 5,000 years, a technique that, you know, American woman, blonde, blue-eyed, teaching meditation after a year, what the F, you know? But I did because it was such a bloody natural fit. So I'm a little bit different, but I, I say that the way I say it because I don't want people to aspire to something where they are now to get to what I'm talking about as if they can just like visualize themselves there. There are a lot of steps in between. So I don't want anyone to feel bad if they're, you know, at a certain point, you are where you are. And, and it's because you've been who you've been and here you are today. So if you can first wipe off the guilt and the shame and the regrets, that would help you tremendously <laughs> and recognize that, you know, 2012 to 2032, we're in the biggest shift of humanity ever, the greatest evolutionary leap ever. So whatever you've been before is being asked to change and shift and rebalance anyway. So the whole world's getting shaken up. It's pretty obvious. You're not, you're not separate from that. And so use this as an opportunity to reboot as opposed to regret. Well, it's a good tagline. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so what would I say to somebody who's struggling? What I have said a lot on my free monthly call that I've been doing every month for 10 years is if you are addicted to the struggle paradigm, I'm not the right mentor for you. So that corresponds to what we were chatting about before about the victim mentality. And I find where I come in with that is that it's not... I am victim to the police. I am victim to the governmental laws. Like it's not the obvious authority top down victim of, it's where in your thinking you have hidden. I don't mean the conscious thoughts you actually hear of I could never go for that, but where you have like trauma or imprints from your parents and lineage or karma or unconscious or subconscious beliefs or contracts from other lifetimes or conditioning, 85% of where we're making our daily choices from come from there, right? You don't hear it. You just automatically robotically make the choices you make and don't even see the possibilities you don't even see. So when I'm talking about victim mentalities coming out of anywhere where your own mind at any level of consciousness is stopping you, is saying no, is, is causing you to pull back. So what that really looks like is a continuing progressive clearing of your own consciousness. So whereas I have a, I have a masterminder, she's been working with me for a couple of years and she's trained in vibrational grade systems, energy medicine to the first two levels. And she didn't have enough money to go on the third retreat to get the third training when it was her time to do that. But she's still in the mastermind. And just this week, she said, you know, I was, using the vibrational great clearing statement and then a guided visualization and i was going to put it on youtube for the first time because i'm finally coming up with products myself beyond the sessions they're trained in and she said i had the usual self-doubt like it came in but i said to myself just do it anyway and so she, so that sounds really simple and for some people it is like for me i don't question stuff like that i just do it but for a lot of people i see them like stopping themselves so if you find yourself saying, I want A, and yet you see your behaviors and choices and time spent going for not A, 
B, C, or D, then know that you have a block that can get cleared by somebody like me that can go in and see it and unravel it, which tends to be like a ball of yarn. So it takes some time to get, I have specialty certification as a behavioral change specialist through ICF. It's joined up with my personal trainer certification. When I renewed, I chose to get this specialty certification. I'm not talking about like learning how to connect with your angels. I'm not talking about learning how to connect and hear your spirit guides voices. I can help people with that for sure and do in my trainings, absolutely. And in my everyday work, help people with intuitive development. But I'm talking about behavioral change here now. So if you're used to giving and giving and giving and you find yourself like, cause you're just so beautifully supportive naturally and you're so able to help people naturally where you don't feel like you have time for yourself, it's possible that you could have some learned imprint from watching your mom be your mom. Or it's possible that growing up from ages two to eight, you could have had siblings and one of those siblings got more, got these smiles that you wanted from mom and that yummy, juicy feeling from mom. And you, as a child asked, okay, how do I get that from mom? and you saw your other sibling helping mom a lot. So you concluded with this childlike logic, okay, in order to get that feeling I want, I have to be super helpful. Or if I'm super helpful, I'll get that feeling I want. In it goes, logged into the subconscious. And then I come along and I find these childlike innocence, so sweet and, and, and logical in their own way, beliefs that I then have to clear because it is ruling the person's choices. So, what I'm saying is that they're a, for a robustly successful person like yourself who has a full life and enjoys her life. And yet I'm the first person who's ever come on a podcast that you do daily work to find the guests, to have the people on, to learn about us. And you're constantly giving us a platform. There's, there's something imbalanced about that. And I'm not talking about you <laughs> being imbalanced as much as I'm talking about the overall balancing but there is like where could you receive where could you increase your receiving capacity or your receptivity to all of life well I could go in and do some clearings on your heart chakra I could go in and do some clearings on your throat chakra because that's where you feel limited and restricted and you only have this choice in front of you like to be helpful to be supportive to have the podcast where it's talking about what that person on the podcast wants to talk about or the heart where you give but you don't have this, like if you're always going out like this, we have a visual here, you guys. So if you're always pushing away from your body because you're giving, that picture that as an energy flow. But if you're not ever pulled back, there's no room or space in front of your heart to receive. So if you're always giving, people can't really find a space to get in to give to you. So your receptivity is lower, your receiving capacity is lower. And so we would do relevant clearings on your heart chakra on the beliefs that are involved with the heart chakra to get you to be able to then have conscious awareness and be able to see yourself making the choices that limit your receiving and monitor your overgiving so you can make a different choice. And one different choice after another different choice becomes a different life. Yeah, that's, uh, that's really interesting. And I really find it interesting when you talk about 
children inadvertently picking up things from their parents. So I think that's so true. And I think we, you know, because we're kids, we process things differently and we assign different value to things. Yeah. Whereas if we were an adult, we wouldn't do that. And when you say overgiving, you're probably talking to my entire audience today when you talk about that, because I know I have a lot of people who send me messages and say, you know, I'm a people pleaser and um, all of the things that you talk about resonate with me. So we, we try to work on that, the, the balance of giving and taking, and that's not an easy thing. And I know that's something I've struggled with myself um, in life because I was for sure a people pleaser for a long time. Um, Let's go at that, Melissa. Let's go at it. Let's okay. get you to space with that. All right. <laughs> Let's not just talk about it because that's one of the things I love about what I do. I would rather just run clearings than talk about it because once you have the clearing run, you feel differently. Then we'll talk about it, right? You know, <laughs> just like if you could already get there with your intellectual mind, you'd be there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So there's a part of this that's about being, frankly, about being a woman. We are trained to be overgivers. We are trained to be the empathic ones of the society. Now, there are so many beautiful men with big, beautiful hearts out there that are being so supportive and the better parent. I don't mean to be insinuating that it's only women who rock. <laughs> I would have given some props too. So. <laughs> what, yes, because they deserve it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that there's back of the mind consciousness that we need to undo that causes us to have the propensity to overgive and to not know how to stop doing that. So I see this with my clients, particularly my masterminders and my signature program, Magic Manifestation and Money Flow. They come in there and a lot of women are moms and they're coming to me, learning how, wanting to learn how to pull back from the identity of a mom, and, and pull back from overgiving and find more space for themselves to honor what it is they want to do. Even though they love their kids and husband, have a great home life and blah, blah, blah. It's still the awareness that that role of being a mom and being a woman and being a female business owner, like even that aspect of proving yourself, part of a woman proving herself, it seems to be inclusive of, well, this is how much I can give. This is how much I can provide. This is how much I can serve. This is how much support I can give. And so allowing those to collapse, let's, I'm just tuning in intuitively for a second because I want to see what's going to serve you the best. Would you allow me, I teach my client, my students never to go up to somebody in the grocery store and say, I'm getting intuitively that blah, 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 blah. Like <laughs> it's just completely invasive. <laughs> it's inappropriate. Like the Long Island medium and go up to people. I see your dead relatives here. None of that, please. <laughs> Yeah. offensive yeah. and it's, it's it's unprofessional you know a doctor doesn't go and diagnose somebody in the grocery store line right <laughs> so do i have your permission to go because i can do this at a general clearing level like i just was talking about or i could go into you in your field and that means whatever i clear whatever you think you all right feel guided to do then i'm going to do it i'm going to go up into a more even more than i already am an intuitive space And I'm going to be saying some words that may sound funny. It's the vibrational upgrade clearing statement. And I'm first going to be clearing all these different causes. And then I'll be activating and upgrading you for more than that, better than that, beyond that. So you are going to have to say yes, but you'll realize when to say it. And that will help invite the energy into it too. 
and be silent just for a few moments. So anything and everything that is causing you in any way to block your receiving, whether it's through overgiving or anything else, would you be willing to burn up with the flames of transmutation? Yes. And you listeners might want to say yes out loud. That'll invite the energy in more. Okay, so any and all karma as appropriate. in all free floating thoughts and traumas, all imprints from your parents, in your parents, parents and lineage, all conditioning, all contracts, oaths, vows, swearings across all timelines and lifetimes, in any and all projections, expectations, or beliefs at any level of consciousness that in any way are causing you to block your receiving, whether it's by overgiving or whatever other causes. We're going to burn all of that up as much as possible with the flames of transmutation right now. So I'm seeing tight necks and shoulders as if earrings from tension and feeling unable to choose something different, not having any other options, limited, restricted in choice. I'm seeing the need for uplifted life force. I'm seeing dragging from the task orientation and the overgiving, the dragging of your energy, the drooping in a way of your life force and seeing a heart that's um, could use some uplift. It's used to being run by the head and the thoughts of what I'm here seeing should in air quotes, need to do, should do, living from there, not giving a lot of space to your heart song, leading more. Good. So if you inhale and exhale at your own pace here, that's going to allow even more of the energy to circulate, run through you and get more out of the clearing. Let's do that together. Inhaling. Exhale when you're ready. Good. I just saw some of the life force drop down to the tailbone. Less heady, more presence and embodiment. 
So I'm going to ask that that clearing continue to run from Melissa and all the listeners for their highest and best for the next 30 days. I'm going to go ahead and activate the upgrade now, even though we're not done clearing there. Activating the upgrade now. So any and all latent keys and codes and ancient wisdom and inherent or latent talents within you. And any and all blessings and support possible to bring this all into alignment with your at least fifth dimensional divine potential for your highest possibilities in your highest potential to be realized. Activating the upgrade now. Melissa, I've seen almost like a clearing at your back where it's almost like a monkey's coming off your back. There's some particular aspect to your life that is just pounding at you with obligation that we might want to look at letting go more of and reframing because that's what this clearing is going to allow you all to do as I help you come back slowly. I'm going to continue to talk just a little bit. There's two ways you'll see the results and effects from these types of clearings and one is you have inner awarenesses, ahas, and you may recognize like, oh my God, that's a new thought. Could happen in the bath, when you're out in nature, when you're in a more expansive moment. It could also happen when you're putting your key in the door. The other way is synchronicities outside of you show up. So let's say you're burdened with responsibilities for your kids and all of a sudden one of your kids has a new friend and that new friend is really responsible and brings more responsibility towards that child of yours and your child starts acting more responsible. That synchronicity came in as a result of answering the question of what would it take for you to increase your capacity to receive, receive support, receive ease. So you just might want to remain alert and you'll kind of possibly be able to hear, many people are, I don't mean to say it so slightly, oh wow, that's from that clearing I heard from Allison. You can trace it, the effects of it. You could keep coming back and listening to this one clearing too. I put it on a loop, frankly. It's gradual though, the progression. But who knows, your husband might come home or your boyfriend or spouse or partner with dozen roses. It's also that instantaneous I've seen too, so. That's awesome that I could feel whatever you were doing, the clearing, I could feel it. Um, and I had chills all over the place, but um, I could mm -hmm. feel that working. Um, and that's amazing. Um, I know probably many of our audience members listening probably felt it too and really needed that. So thank you so much for doing that for us. That was amazing. It's my honor. Feels a little bit like a light shower just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and you were dead on, you know, my listeners know this. But when you talked about your children, that's my biggest obligation and responsibility in my life right now is, uh, is them. And, you know, they've had a rough past year. Yeah. And so a lot of that has been weighing down yeah. on me. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I would love to have awesome people walking into their life to help them. (laughs) And so what would it take to Melissa and listeners for you to just play with this, just get curious yourselves where you're used to stepping in and helping with something. I mean, obviously if your child's a newborn, you're gonna feed it. But I mean like where there is space to play with this, where you're used to offering help or support, one incremental step at a time, maybe even, just pull back and don't and see what else comes in or what else happens. I've been trying to do that. You'll be able to do it more easily the more you listen to that clearing. Good, good. Yes, I'm going to go back and listen to it again. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad. You look a lot lighter. <laughs> you <feel> lighter. <laughs> Yay. And I hope that you guys out there listening also feel lighter because I, I tell you what, I'm a huge believer and proponent in energy work and how amazing it can be because we carry so much around with us that we don't even realize. Yeah. And I know that you've probably seen that a lot in what you do. Um, when I work with people with energy, I, I see what they can carry around with them too. So it can be a very heavy burden. So thank you so much for lifting that for us today. Yeah, and then it becomes even more fun because then that's why I say, if you're addicted to the struggle paradigm, I'm not the right mentor for you. I, well, I can help, it's not my joy zone. Um, I mean, I've helped, I've done a work on clearing out brain tumors and cancer tumor, cancerous tumors in the digestive tract. And I stopped working so much on health because it wasn't fun for me. So now I'm working on, instead of dematerializing what had become matter, materializing matter, like work with manifesting. So there's so like, when we open up our field, and we have the, I'm gonna say, quote unquote, right energetics that are calling out to the field of unlimited possibilities that we live surrounded by. There's so much more support that can come in and help you with life beyond anything that your mind could construe. So one of the most common things I see is my mothers who are my clients and my programs are working with me one-on-one, they're seeing surprise Outcomes like one woman renovating her house, expected delays, problems, complications, and instead it all, she's like, Allison, I think you speed things up for me. The renovations are done in, in like months ahead of time. So wow. I'm, I'm not talking about just relieving burdens, although I'm so happy to have done that. I'm talking about like how to live with thriving that you caught upon the first thing. So some of that's explored in my latest book. I'm gonna transition because I'm noticing the time here. It's called The Dragon Master Create Tricks. The subtitle is Conversations. I'm going to like get ready to read this if I don't know it. Conversations with a female spiritual teacher for these new times. And I really, um, it's story form and it's an easy read. And it's me interacting with my students, asking me questions, and then me taking them out on the land to sacred spots and stone circles and also attuning them to the energy medicine system and some of the training. I don't give away secrets, obviously, that are inappropriate to, but I go more in depth with answering some of the most advanced questions I've had my students ask me through the years. It's a real, real giveaway. So if you really wanna dive deep, the, um, or just be entertained by a woman's path to power, it's the Dragon Master Creatrix, and you can see it on Amazon. That is awesome. And I will have a link to, to the book in my show notes. So if you want to purchase the book, you you can go to Amazon and look it up, or you can just go to the show notes and click on the link that'll be there, which will be easier for you to do. And I highly recommend that you do. And um, also, if anyone wants to work with you, or wants to follow you, how can they do that? What's the best way? Vibrationalupgrade.com. 
Um, yeah, there's loads of different ways to start working with me. You can just buy a product in the shop and get your big toe in the water. You can go into the monthly membership that's so sweet and fun and light. Um, activate your magic and that's under a hundred and you get a you get two new moon and I don't want to list out what you get you can go there and check it out on the website and then there's um a couple other more dive in to the pool deep end go program so it's at your pacing I love by the way the blue butterflies um I used to see translucent butterflies like that color blue in your background Melissa in yeah. one why, why do you have them they're great I um am Oh, there's mushrooms too. It's like a little scary one. Yeah, it's um, oh. it's a symbol of transformation for me. And actually, so I wrote a book called Beautifully Broken. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. And so my original cover was supposed to be a, a blue butterfly, and then we changed it. But the publisher was Mother Butterfly Books and was a blue butterfly. And so blue butterflies just kind of follow me everywhere I go. And literally one day I was on a walk with my mom after she found out she had cancer. It's with my mom and my brother. And there was a blue butterfly and it looked like an X, like the letter X. I've never seen a butterfly like that before in my life. And it was- it Oh, I know what you mean because of the wings. Yes. The wings look like the letter X and it was yeah. blue and black. And it, it was like- Yeah, blue and black. Kept floating in front of us and would go away and then would fly back in front of us. And I was like, this is, to me, I took that as a, a sign that my mom was going to be fine. This was just a transformational journey she had to go through and that she was going to come out of it. Okay. And she is, but um, yeah, these, these butterflies, like they've just, they've become a symbol for me really in my life of transformation in a positive way. So, so really when I said to you, my first major was psychology and I left it because it felt like they weren't teaching me how to thrive. I felt like learning how to have in your body, a butterfly opening so that you live in that happy, joy, joy, light way is where is how we're supposed to be living. And so what I've done ever since then is ask questions and develop this system on how to actually live that way instead of with the oppressive closed down, just open. And you got so light. The look on your face was so adorable when you were just talking about your mom and she's gonna be better. Just you look like a little girl. So what would it take for you to have more of that and feel more of that and ask your kids to help you do so? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, I know my daughter, we're going to Florida in April um, to take a little beach vacation that's been long overdue. So I plan on laying out in the sun and putting my feet in the water and just not caring about anything for four or five days. <laughs> what beach? I, I'm here in Florida on the West Coast. Um, we're actually staying in St. Pete's Beach, that I'm area north. in Sarasota. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Melissa, well, see if you can get up to Indian Rocks Beach. It's, a, it's the most peaceful stretch from Clearwater down to okay. uh, the end of St. Pete and then Fort DeSoto. So I think it's a state park and that's really mellow too for that piece. Okay. I will definitely check that A party. <laughs> but you are coming to the more mellow coast. You're not going to the East Coast, Miami and all that mayhem. This is a mellower coast. Yeah, yes. Yes. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. But what I want for you though, and everybody is to like not need a vacation to live as if your life every day isn't a vacation. I know that sounds trite possibly, but genuinely I'm living it. Like, so that you wake up and you're excited for the day, you know, not task driven with that list. How can 
So I always ask our guests, you know, to give the audience some parting words of wisdom. So based on what you just said, how can people start doing that more? How can they start living their life? Maybe some small steps they can take to live their life as though they wake up on vacation every day. Okay, so have a practice in the morning that helps you transition from sleep to being in your body and have it be like a lightning one, a fun one. If that's in notice nature, let yourself sit by a window if you can't get outside due to the climate you live in and, and for five minutes per day or when it's getting really intense and just make sure that you are seeing some sign of a winged one, whether butterfly or bird or on the ground, a squirrel. Um, na nature's a great help with that lightning too. My first meditation teacher gave a piece of advice I absolutely love and implemented and it's not easy. <laughs> and the clearings and activations make it easier. So when your mind is telling you, you have to do that, do the exact opposite of it. So if your mind is saying, I have to take care of that, sit your ass down and go look at the sky. So you're re because it's kind of like money flows, right? So if you put all your money towards your bills, there's no energy flow going towards like your fun account where you, you, you dip into for your vacations and, and your daily expenditures or something fun. For example, if you live that way. So where, you, where focus goes, energy follows. So if you start carving out those little spots of honoring you and your joy rather than task and things you have to do, you will notice cumulatively a difference. And it'll get easier and easier along the way to choose that more and more. I love that. That is excellent advice. I want to thank you so much for being here. This was such a fun conversation. I would love to have you back anytime. You're okay. welcome anytime. That would be amazing um, because you really packed this conversation with so much value today. You really did, at least for me, and I'm sure the audience members will agree. So thank you so much. And I wish you so much success with your new book. Thank you. Don't forget to go and check it out, guys. You can find it on the link in the show notes. So go check out the book. And she has three others as well. So check all of them out because the title of your first book sounded very interesting to me as well. So I'm gonna have to go check that out. And there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for being here with us. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today. I am so honored to have you as part of my soul family. It is always a blessing to be able to come here and to be with you all every day. I want to let you know, just to remind you, I have created a new Facebook group. Um, and I am really taking things away from my Facebook page because it's just a business page and you guys can't comment and add things to the conversation and I don't really like that. So I have created a new Facebook group that you are welcome to join and if you were on Reiki with Melissa, I did ask you guys, I invited you to join. But the new group is um, called Awaken the Heart and it is healing through purpose so please join my group because that way you can you can add to the conversation i said i want you to be able to post your wins and any frustrations you may be feeling because it will be a place where we can cheer you on and also lift you up in your time of need where as so many of you have done for me 
um, already. So thank you guys for doing that. Don't forget you can follow me on social media. All of my links are in the description to the podcast. I go live Mondays on Facebook where I do a free card reading at 630 Central. If you show up for the live, I'll pull a card for you. And um, you can also work with me. Just go to my website, melissaoatman.com. I have a new 30-day program that if you work with me, we can dig in to find your purpose. So check all of that out. As always, I am so grateful for all of you. I hope that you are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.